Previously on the podcast. Welcome to Previously on the podcast. I am the Faith Face sitting here with Rachel and we have a, um, a one woman audience in the house. No <laughs> chances that she'll come on the mic is very low, but I have the legendary PCT me. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Legendary? Yes, you don't you don't know this? Explain. You don't explain. I'm gonna tell you, but maybe off okay. <laughs> Anyways, um Rachel finally, 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 finally got to watching Handmaid's Tale. Okay, so Rachel, um So before everything we, is in there, you can you can set it up. Like I before I we start like um, okay, so let's do the needful. The um, you can find us on social media at PrivonPod. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Castbox, um, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. Did I say SoundCloud already? <laughs> Did you say Stitcher already? Stitcher, Stitcher, and all your pod- how about Google Podcast? One on we talked is? about that. I I don't that um the, um <clears throat> that conversation did not continue. Conversation did not continue. Yeah, but I think I tried to because I have. An iPhone, it doesn't take um Google Podcast. So I think uh, we'll try that with your phone. Yeah, I have an Android. Okay, so we'll try that later and see if we can get our podcast on Android for you. Um, yeah, that's everything. If you want to send us an if you wanna send us why am I rapping this morning? <laughs> if you wanna send us an email, kindly send it to previously on pod at gmail.com. Right? Um so yeah, handmaid's tail. <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? Feifei wishes for an early grave. <laughs> the way she's just yabbing me this morning. Uh, so yes, I finally, finally, what can finally. You do to kill me? I finally you got. You love me too much. You can't kill me. Haven't you heard of passion killing? You love me. You know passion killing, right? Yeah, like the know. love is so strong. I don't I want just... anybody else to have you. So if nobody else can have you, wait. Confess if I can have you, nobody else uh, can. Has serial killer tendencies. <laughs> Anyways, handmade still is what we're looking at today. I'll just give you a brief rundown. Of each episode, if I can, if I'm going too long, like longer than one minute, just say, "Madam, it don't do." Next episode, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, timer, go. All right. So the first one, um, first of all, before I even go into the first one, the most annoying thing about this season for me is that stare that June gives. Oh my when, gosh! <laughs> like that stare is so annoying. That's why but, I was this close to not watching season three because mm-hmm. that's how they ended season two, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about to subscribe yeah, for this. Yeah. And oh, I was yeah. angry as well. The stare was on almost every episode, right? No, it was on every, not almost every <laughs> episode. It's just, it's, I mean, it's a stare that says a lot, but then sometimes it can linger for so long that you're just like, 30 seconds. fuck, actually? 30 seconds long. Well, yeah, so June wouldn't let her daughter go. Um, you know, her daughter Hannah from her marriage, she's still trying to get her. She doesn't want to leave Gilead without her daughter. And that's beginning to somehow annoy Misha. Because, I mean, if it was you, what would you do, really? Would you stay because of that child that is almost impossible to get? Girl, I was asking myself this question. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mother, so I can't really understand a mother's love. Right now, I would have left. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I don't have a child right now, but I'm really like I would have left because... You're such a bitch. No, yeah. listen. <laughs> the chance of her... Dying is like ninety nine percent of who dying of June dying is ninety nine. Daughter back in trying to get the daughter back is ninety nine percent. In fact, maybe ninety nine point nine. And at this point, it seems like the family treats her well. Yes. The family treats her well. She's happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at some point, you know, she is gonna get real when yes. she's able able to pr- reproduce. Yes. But at the moment, yes, 
she's happy. So if it was me, I would have left and come up with a better plan of saving my daughter. Exactly. Through Canada, whatever. To be honest, I, I, I will leave as well, right? Um, it may not be easy for you to get, you know, the plan rolling from outside. But with the rate at which June is going, she's going to get herself killed for no just cause. And then to what end would it have been? I really don't know how season four is going to play out. As anyway, in, I'm confused. Uh-huh. So um, Emily got to Canada. Uh, Emily, that's the one who her clitoris was cut off. Um, she got to Canada and... Um, you know, it took her a while before she was able to contact her wife. Um, it also, you know, she went for like checkup and stuff and then they offered her a um, clitoral reconst- reconstruction yeah. and whatnot. Man, it's crazy. I don't even... It's so crazy seeing her go through those things and you can see it was normal for her at some point, but now it's it's not normal anymore. Yeah. She's kind of just like, wait, what, huh? What mm. a psychiatrist! Like yeah. what? I'm getting glasses now. Yeah. Wait, what? Like she's really confused. And mm. then, oh, Handmaid's Tale. The way the way <laughs> they want to make me cry mm. when she finally saw her son, and then her son said, "I'm not supposed to hug you until you're yeah. ready." Oh my god, <laughs> that got me rolling. Like, oh my, oh my goodness. <clears throat> Well, are you crying now? No, I'm not. No, so here's, here's a tissue. <laughs> I'm not crying. She's crying, guys. <laughs> it was just, it but, was just, oh my gosh. But, but, but really though, she has had like a really rough journey in Gilead. And it's just, it's crazy. I really don't even know how people leave that place and are even remotely okay. They're not. Do you get like They're not. It's the kind of situation that really fucks up your mind. Because, I mean, how is it that the people who are the ones giving birth to to sustain the um the human population yes the human population are the ones who are enslaved it's crazy so following emily's story um she didn't really have too much to do in this season apart from you know meeting her son meeting her wife and um what else did she do that that's basically all though she didn't do much in this season they just showed us that because i think the season doesn't really center around her but something that but happened i mean this she did join a protest yes remember with yes. moira yes something that happened this season uh, as well is um um and lydia's story finally got told oh. we've been waiting for and lydia's story from season one um at the end of season two if you remember and lydia wait are you going episode by episode no, <laughs> you you no. just deviated yes <laughs> i i've realized that i i can actually remember some stuff oh, okay that you so, couldn't remember yeah, yeah so let's go and you're here to help me now why are you my partner at lydia so you real you see her story and it was really good to get a glimpse into her past life before Gilead happened. Yeah. And you realize she's always been a self-righteous bitch. Yeah, kind of. She's always been. That's who she's been. And I, I even thought, okay, her story will give us like an idea of why she is the way she is because sometimes she seems compassionate towards the other yeah. hand and other times not. Um, so yeah, she was a school teacher. She was a school teacher. Apparently she used to be a social worker. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's this one kid whose mom works late she's trying to you know just manage and sometimes she picks up the sun really really late yeah and Lydia decides to get herself involved in their lives like really like really involved like spending Christmas together buying each other presents Mm -hmm. and then she reports the woman like for her son to be taken away by social services but you know that was like a reaction to something so apparently she was liking the principal yeah she saw the principal when she went out and you know now that I'm I'm thinking maybe she blames 
uh, that kid's mom because she's oh. the one who bought her like makeup and told her to get out, get out of the house, you know, start dating. Mm-hmm. So maybe she blamed her for the fact that she went out, no, but- met the principal. Mm-hmm. You know, they almost hooked up, only for him to be like, "Yo, I'm married." <laughs> oh, is he? He's married. He's he married. Said. Oh wait, married or was married, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He wasn't and ready. That's what yeah. I remember. He wasn't ready, and <clears throat> I don't know why it was such a big deal to Anlidia that this man wasn't ready. Um, they didn't really give us more of a backstory to her emotional history or yeah. her relationship history. So we're not really sure why she reacted the way she did. But it also seemed like she was kind of an old sad lady and uh, maybe guys were not giving her the audience that, you know, she would like. And it seemed know. like her husband didn't really work out. We don't know yeah. what happened, but mm. it made it seem like maybe he was a bad guy. Yeah. Maybe. So at the end of season two, Lydia was stabbed by <coughs> Emily and then we thought she died. But in season three, she was back. And even Who in thought that- she died? Nobody thought she died. Everybody know, but- knew she was going to survive. That. Exactly, though. But I mean, I'm just saying. So, yeah, um, she survived, whatever that was, but she refused to just stay down, you know, and rest the whole pain Even out. while she was in a wheelchair, she yeah. still managed to tase June. Yeah, yeah. But this episode, this um, season as well, she kind of like had some kind of relationship with June that wasn't as hostile as the other ones, as the other um, seasons. But still, it didn't stop her from punishing June and making June stay in the hospital with her working partner of of what of Matthew of Matthew, yeah, um, all all the way until the the girl died. Did she die? She yeah, died. she, she died. eventually she did she eventually die died. because, and it's so crazy the relationship between June and of Matthew. Yeah, I think. That's how June gained her bad bitchery, shall I say. <laughs> exactly, because if you look she at of Matthew's story this season, of Matthew was like a snitch. She no, was. not like a snitch. She is a snitch and she literally got stitches. <laughs> as in, she, as in, is, I don't, I don't. Mm-mm. But yeah, I, I felt like she was being really stupid until she realized she was pregnant. Then she realized the dangers that could happen to the kid. But then it was even too late because she was already um, telling stories to superiors about what June and the others. Even after to. she found out she was pregnant, Faye she, Faye, she was that? still being a snitch. She's yeah. like, you know, those pious little girls who like teacher's pet, basically. She yes. was teacher's pet. Yes. And she felt like everything that happened in Gilead was justified. Hmm. So she pushed down, even seeing her kid with her kids with other people, she would push down all that emotion and justify it. Is there anything that's happening in in Gilead right now that... that Gilead. You, sorry. Who's Gilead? I don't know. <laughs> um, is there anything happening in Gilead right now that you can justify? Oh, mm, no. In terms of the rules or in terms of what actually happens? Everything generally Because In terms of what actually happens Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things That happen that I would definitely justify Like Like June murdering that dude Totally justifiable (laughs) And then all the Marthas Covering it up In that Brothel hotel Whatever Yeah Totally justified Yeah so um, You know June is the main focus In the whole thing So any story We're basically telling She's involved in it One way or another True So that The the one you just mentioned Now of she murdering That guy The guy is apparently Some commander Who lives in I think it was Washington Yeah Yeah, Washington um, DC And he had like Seven kids Yeah How did that happen You know the funny thing About the 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 um, the handmaids in DC, their mouths are sewn shut. Yeah. Like, 
their mouths are sewn their, their so, lips no they're not sewn, sewn shut because sewing like it, it indicates it's, it's you're like using needle and thread it's iron they put iron and metals so when June was even there oh with, with the she went there with Waterfords right yeah she was trying to talk to one of the handmaids and it wasn't just working because she was like, ah, she, asked she was like, wondering, like, like, is she a bitch? Like, like what's yeah, going like, on what's here? Because you know, they had like a, their own um, handmade uniform had like a collar that covers just up to their, their mouth. Their like, mouth, yeah. yeah. So I was wondering that, oh, this one, is it that they don't want to see the handmaid's mouth or something? But apparently Obviously, they want to silence them. Look, they are silenced. And it and was interesting when, when they first came in and Lydia was like, oh, what dedication. Yeah. Until she saw that underneath is the iron. Even it was she her, was exactly, shocked. Exactly, exactly. Even, Even she, she was, shocked. was shocked. But, okay. Now that I mentioned the Waterfords, um, they actually <laughs> the gave us... Like, are, they, are they tiring you that much? They was quite a shocker this um, season because initially they had agreed that since um, June, not Daisha, most Serena... Serena uh, Waterford had agreed that since June was able to send Nicole to Canada, it would be safer for Nicole to be there. But, yo, I don't even know when, where, how it happened. She just flipped the switch. And the next thing you know, they are leading June up to some some um, TV broadcast that, you know, begging for to bring back for the baby Nicole. Like, I'm just like... What? Serena is selfish, self-centered. And the truth is everything... Has been about her. Fred says that to her exactly. in one of the final episodes. That and it's I think always that we don't you. even know the extent of that. And I think that we'll see more of that because if you, if you check it, really, I don't think Serena's story as well has been told. Just a little bit. I Just mean, they've explained that first of all, she was one of the reasons. Like, she's one of the pioneers who I came up with the idea of Gilead. She's the one who wrote the idea for Gilead. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that's gonna, that brings me to another question, but yeah. I'll ask it later. But yeah, she's one of the people who were basically instrumental to Gilead happening. Mm-hmm. And they tell us about how she's not able to have kids, blah, 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 whatever. But Serena is a cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> and I like the way her mom treated her. We actually saw her mom in this season. Yeah, she was her. like, just go back to your damn husband. Exactly. And they were having issues and all of those things. But man, it was crazy. And a mm. um, relationship with June, though, it was very up and down. Yes, because it's like one second she wants to be on June's side and the next second she doesn't want to be. And then eventually see how, like, I love the way they got caught. And I love that she threw her husband under the bus. And yeah. he did the same thing right back and to her. And he did the same thing right back to her. Because, yeah, because go on. Yes. Let me know because you're because. You can't be throwing people under the bus and accept, uh, expect them not to retaliate. Yeah. She forgot that she has her own sins as well. As in, she was there. She enabled him. She held down another woman for him yeah, to rape her. Yeah, she said she was forced to up. do it. And she also um, told June that she had to sleep with the driver because she knew that Fred could not father a child. So this, this child that they are fighting for now, um, Serena and Fred, the child doesn't have any of their DNA. Nothing. So how are they fighting for the child? Anyways, um, who else is in the story? I don't even know how they they. I don't know how they think that they have a right to fight for anything. to fight for this child. The fact that Serena keeps saying "my daughter, my daughter," it makes me upset. And a lot of people are upset about that. Luke was just like, "How on earth could you possibly think that she is your daughter?" Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Fine, you were there when she was. Wait, no, she wasn't there when she was conceived. 
No She, she was wasn't. not there Because it was with the driver She actually left So she wasn't even there When the baby was conceived She was not involved In Good. any way That brings up Our next character Nick <laughs> Who is a fucking bastard Because He became a commander And when June Was even begging him To speak up So that they don't Bring back um, Baby Nicole To um, Gilead This bastard Played her No he did speak up When did he speak up He spoke up But God. the problem is that He's he's a what did they say? He's a war. Ah, what's the word? Hish, English is not my mother. He's a, he's a war something. It's war something. Mm-hmm. Enemy of of humanity or something like that. Yeah, but basically, he was war not criminal. Wow. Oh, so criminal, criminal is the word that I was struggling with. Do no book now. <laughs> he's Anyways. a war criminal along with um what's that guy's name? Joseph and stuff. He's a war criminal because he was in the front lines mm-hmm. when they took over the US but anyways I feel like some of the um, scenes or some of the plots for this season was a bit lenient on June because she's the main character and she's not supposed to die just now but some of the things she did were ridiculous and for her not to have died or be um, hung for it it was just a bit of a stretch but anyways the story has to continue now it brings us to her new um, appointment which is Commander Lawrence who to be honest I really don't understand the guy's MO but he, he seems like He's this nice guy. But apparently he's one of the most powerful people in Gilead. And he was so important that he stopped going to meetings and they brought the meeting to his house. They brought to come it to and him. Meet him. Because of his wife? No. It's not because of his wife. He just stopped going to meetings. It's not like because <laughs> of his wife. Because he's that important. Yeah. So, um, But how? how? They don't really explain how is he important. That's the question I just remembered. That's who, why I, who was instrumental in making Gilead happen? We know Serena. We know Joseph. Uh, what's his name? Lawrence. Jo- which one? Joseph Lawrence. That's his full name, right? I don't, Mr. I don't know Lawrence. His name. I just know Commander his, Lawrence, Commander right? Lawrence. Yeah. So we know he was also instrumental. Who else? Uh, Obviously Nick, because he was in the front lines. Yeah. I think he was a general or something. I think like he that. lied a bit about his story to Alfred, so his story is not complete. So he didn't even is, tell her his story. If you think of, if you think of the people whose stories are yet to be told, then you answer some of your questions. For example, Commander Lawrence, his story hasn't really been told. That's true. So even his wife, yes, she's a bit crazy, but her story hasn't really been told as well. We just know that. She suffers from some kind of mental illness. And yes. because now Gilead is Gilead, she has no access to medication. Proper medical care. Oh, yeah, just so imagine. So yeah, and she eventually dies in this season as well. Kills Come herself and well. June allows it to happen. That's like one part of the entire show that I'm like, why did June let her die? I don't I know why she did it, but I feel like it was a stupid reason. Why? She obviously allowed her to die because she almost gave away the fact that they were going to try and escape with and the 52 chances that children. She was going to fuck up the plan was very hard. Possibly, but she was the only reason that Commander Lawrence was willing to go. Yeah. With the children. Yeah. Now because his wife is dead, he didn't even leave, but I guess it's fine cuz they got the plane and I feel at that point she had gotten what she needed from Commander Lawrence. Mm, mm. So she didn't really need him to do anything else. If he loses his wife, but so then what? We could say that sacrificing one life for the to save many. The end justifies the means. Maybe. Maybe that's But she was such a sweet lady. Today. She was so nice. <clears throat> it was hilarious that she she would catch June doing something she's not supposed to be doing. And she'd be like when you're done, <laughs> yeah, I yes. need you. You yes. know. Um, so, what other character have we not touched? I think we've touched basically everyone. Um, key characters. Key character. Mm-hmm. 
us. Yeah, we've talked about key characters basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, but one thing we need to point out is the downward spiral of June. Yeah. After being in that room with Off Matthew, her mind broke. Of course, her mind broke, and she's just everything she's doing, her actions, absolutely crazy. Like something broke and has not been fixed mm-hmm. since that, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. She almost. She held a gun to a child mm-hmm. because they were going to run away out of fear. She mm-hmm. held a gun to a child mm-hmm. that she was trying to save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely crazy. And <laughs> as she was saving all these kids, I was like, June is like Harriet Tubman, but for children. Hmm. You know how Harriet Tubman, she freed the slaves on the underground tunnels, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. That's what June is doing. Wow. Well, uh, from me though, I think that's all I'm about. To, that's all I'm gonna touch for The Handmaid's Tale season three. It's quite an it- interesting show. If you haven't seen the first uh, two seasons, you should catch up. And you know what comes to mind when you watch The Handmaid's Tale is if there's a possibility that this could actually be a reality. That's what comes to mind. And if it becomes a reality in what part of the world, how are people going to handle it and stuff like that? It will definitely happen in the US, especially with Trump as president. Well, I think Girl. that that reign is almost over, isn't it? Do you think that he's not going to get reelected? Well, I think that America was stupid the first time around. So, <laughs> so they can't be stupid again? Girl. Well, but then again, you can never tell because social media says one thing and then the actual result is a different thing the actual results are a different thing yes. another show that we are going to check out is Euphoria we discovered that it's yeah. not on Netflix unfortunately I thought it was. it was I thought it was on Netflix so it's not on Netflix so we're gonna have to try and find it somewhere else yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to checking that one out have you seen any of the shows I recommended last week Flay? which ones did you recommend the OA Rick and Morty Rick and Morty, eh? Girl. Did you watch it? I'm Did- not even going to lie. Like, I watched two I've watched two episodes of Rick and Morty. And as it begins to settle in, I must say that <laughs> I don't like it very much. Why? Why not? Like, I don't know. It just feels it's very I don't I don't I don't think I like the who who's who's the grandpa, Rick or Morty? I can't Rick. Remember. I don't really like his character that much. He seems he's a bit disgusting to he me. He is disgusting. That's the whole point. You're not supposed to like him. Uh, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still on the fence. I'm watching it very slowly, but I'm, but I'm watching it. But I it's just, hilarious. Um, it is okay. So I would say that when it comes to humor, everybody has like different thresholds or different senses of humor. True, right? Um, Rick and Morty humor for me right now is not my type of humor. Brooklyn Nine-Nine humor is my type of humor. I've watched five seasons and season five ended. So, <laughs> mm, Oh my God, what's love? I checked out Sherlock, by the way. Oh, did you like it? Those episodes are so fucking long. Yes, but did you like it? Girl, like when I think the case is over, 20, like they still 30 minutes. Yes, <laughs> but did you like it? I'm a little bit I'm a little bit on the fence with it to be honest I'm just I feel like the episodes are way too long and sometimes how many of the episodes have you seen? I think maybe three you haven't even finished season one now how am I gonna finish season one when each episode is like 70 minutes it's not 70 minutes whatever some of them are I believe more than an hour that one is not even comedy it's more of what you call it um I've forgotten the English I want to speak. 
<laughs> you don't know about It's that. more of sci-fi, right? No. Or what? It's Adventure. not sci-fi. It's mystery. Is it mi- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's mystery, mystery, thriller, Sorry, possibly. I don't know how to classify movies, but yeah, it's mystery. It's a mystery, yeah. I mean... Okay. It's just okay. I don't know. I'll, All right. I'll still recommend it, though. I'll still recommend it. It's anything, interesting, anything. but it can get a little bit long-winded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you for listening to Previously on the Podcast. Returns again another time. <laughs> We're going to get some breakfast. If you want to send us some breakfast, we are at 5B. I'm a jackal. <laughs> Look at your life. You never know. Maybe one day we'll just be sitting here and they're like, breakfast for Rachel and Faith. Why not? I'm not that. What's the word? I'm not that. Hungry? No. Optimistic? Is yeah, it? that's true. I mean. Anyways, thank you for listening. Find us on social media at PrivOnPod. Uh, that's for Twitter. Um, also, you can find us on Castbox, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Our, our episodes are on there. Um, you can send us an email previously on pod at gmail.com you can follow me at I am the Feifei on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram hey Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and Snapchat I am yeah, at Rachel K Speaks and she's at Rachel K Speaks in case yeah, I talk boo. over her handle thank you so much guys until next week watch something interesting <laughs>